shoeboxes. If you're like me, it can be difficult to know where to start. To make things easier, just start with a box. Any average size cardboard or plastic box will work, but I find a shoebox works best. After that, you'll need to decide what age group you're going to pack for. And if it's for a boy or a girl.
yourselves with all such things as anger. And I know that doesn't apply to you, but it does me. Put away anger as a saint. Put away rage and malice and slander and filthy language from our lips. I know none of you have that problem. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Colossians 3, 3 For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. You are holy in Christ before God, so behave like Christ, Paul says. Since I am in Christ, I would never do anything that he would not do. I don't lie because Christ don't lie. I don't steal because Christ don't steal. I don't commit adultery because that's totally foreign to the life of Christ. And all the things of my own life are to conform to his life now because I am in him and he is in me and I call myself a saint because I've given my life to him. So let's look at the benefits of the saint this morning. The first one is grace. Someone said grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. I think we would all be weeping this morning if we understood truly what Christ did for us in our lives. Grace. Understood. There was no limitations to what Jesus would do for us. He went even to death on an old cross. And he took our sins, all of your sins, and he nailed them, and he took them in his body when they were nailed to the cross. And he said, when he took your sins and mine, it is finished. Salvation's plan has been completed. That's what allows us to be called saints this morning. Did you know that? Has Christ done a completed work in your life? Has he transformed you? Has his image reflect, been reflected in your life? Verse 4 of our scripture that we read, I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. You understand that grace is not anything that we deserve. It's not anything that we work for. It is simply a gift of God. We can't boast about our deeds. We can't boast about the number of times we come to church. We can't boast the number of times that we pray or the hours or length of our prayers. We can't boast about the sermons that we preach. No, because our life is covered with grace. And I want you to know a saint's life this morning is covered with grace. It's something that none of us deserve, but it's something that Christ gave us. One of the wonderful things about salvation is God just gives grace to us, even when we don't deserve it. And we don't have to pay back. You know, Christ doesn't expect us to pay him back. He just expects us to enjoy grace and to live his day by understanding the grace that he has given us. We owe God nothing. But sometimes we try to work and do all the 
of us as we strive and choose to accept his grace for this being a misfit? Who was it, Marlon? Your son came down the other night and he introduced himself. I walked up to your place. He and his girlfriend came out. He said, uh, I know I've never met you, but uh, he said, I, I think you need to know who I am. He said, I'm the misfit of the Mitchell family. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be acknowledged that he's a misfit. Lynn and I are misfits too. And sometimes you just don't fit into, don't fit into the, you know, the square or the round pegs that we need to fit into. Sometimes we don't, we don't fit. But grace makes us fit in God's picture. And we are made as mistress of whatever it may be to be what God wants us to be, a blessing to each other. I want you to know, I love seeing all of you on Sunday mornings. You are a blessing. I live, you know, I, I'm not an early riser. I yell and know that, didn't you? <laughs> Some of you weren't either. Uh, but, it, you know, it, it, it really pushes me to get up before 7 o'clock. And, 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 and on Sundays, I always kind of get up early to come down here before anybody else gets here. And uh, I get excited. What wakes me up is excitement about the church. I was excited about our baptismal service this morning. Yeah. I, you know what? That's glory to, glory to God. And that's the work of the church. When we encourage each other in our walk with Christ as a disciple, doing those things in acceptance of his grace, that it is sufficient for us in whatever way that we are. You're such a blessing to me. And I want to be that blessing to you. And I want you to be blessings to each other, as I know that you are. I, 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 I recall uh, Tammy shared with me, uh, where is Tammy? Oh, yeah, hi, Tammy. Oh, yeah, there you are. And Tammy shared with me, the reason she is here in our church is somebody invited her. Can you believe that? Somebody came to church because they were invited. Isn't that right, Tammy? And, you know, and, and a lot of you are here because somebody invited you to church. And you know, you know, we are a blessing to one another. When we when we when we give each other grace, when we grant each other forgiveness, when we when we pray for one another, that is what the church is being called to do. When we come and worship together, it's encouraging. Do you tell like our, our singing? You tell Joy you're singing today. It was because it was all saints today. I said, hey, let's sing some old ones. Adam sang some old ones this morning. And Adam wants to come up and sing a solo of some of the old men. I love Adam. Actually, I was told that Marlon sings too. And you know, one of these days, well, I, 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 I'm chasing a rabbit now. But we have been given grace to do good works. We've been given grace to bless others. And we've been given grace to glorify God, as our scripture reads this morning. When did God give us grace? And how did the grace become ours? Verse 4 of our scripture. I always thank my God for you because of his grace given to you. In Christ Jesus. As 
forgiven forever. No guilt ever if we are in God's grace. Another thing that grace gives us is gifts. Did you know that the scripture says that everyone in the body of Christ, if you're a, body, a member of the body of Christ, anybody here not a member of the body of Christ? Some of us maybe would like to disown us or whatever, but the body of Christ is a wonderful group of people because that's a, a piece, a people of grace. And Corinthians chapter 12 tells us that to each one in the body has been given a gift. It's been chosen by God that you have a gift. You ever hear somebody say, I, I can't do nothing in life? Well, you're dishonoring the word of God because the word says that you have a gift. Now, some of us have a gift. I wish I had that gift. Some of us, and you did too, wish you had the gift. Uh, some of us have a gift of teaching. Some of us have a gift of singing. Some have a, have a gift of what the scripture calls a gift of helps. And there's so much gift of healing. There's, there's so many so many gifts that are listed in the scripture. But you have been given a gift. And being a saint means that you have a gift within you. Even Patrice, she has a gift. You know what your name is? I, I charge for it. You know, I do. When I go out there and say, here's, here's your royalty fee. Not really. We all have been given gifts. I have a gift for you. <laughs> I am not doing your gift. <laughs> we have been given the gift of speech, to proclaim the gospel, to preach the word boldly. We have been given the gift to exercise wisdom, as is specified in our scripture this morning. You know, the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 13 says, what we call the love chapter says, it says, we know in part, and we prophesy in part. And the word here, and God has given us revelation to speak the truth to the world. You know, sometimes we don't have answers on how to answer people when they ask us questions. You know, it's the Holy Spirit and His gift in us that stirs us up and gets our mind going on how we can share the gospel with others. He gives us spiritual gifts. And let's hurry on here. I want to get to the third, the third uh, benefit in a second, and that is the benefit of hope. We, we, we sang this Songs for women. Saints go marching and oh Lord, I want to be in that number. Do you want to be in that number? Yeah. When the saints, we used to say, preachers, you said, when the saints come dragging in. <laughs> Those of you who are not draggers. But I want you to know that we have a hope in Christ. And because of grace, because of your sainthood that has been breathed into you by the life of Christ through the Holy Spirit. You have a hope. First Corinthians 15, therefore you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. We have a hope. We have a hope for today. Today we may be going through trials and pain and sickness and so on and so forth, but we have a hope that God's going to take care of us. This is the song that we say. He will take us one of these days out of our miry clay, and he will heal us and even when we 
In the church of God, we call ourselves holiness. We have two things we found about unity and holiness. We believe those things. We believe that you can live a holy life here on earth. You know why? Because when you give your life to Christ, when you give your life to Christ, He lives within us. In Christ who knew no sin, He does no sin in us. Now you must say, Pastor, you know, there's we, we still sin. I tell you, when we take our eyes off Jesus, we can choose to sin. Hey, we don't have a thing that says, you can't sin anymore, but I want to say, by our confirmation that Jesus Christ lives within us, we will not sin. He said, Pastor, that's really a stretch. Yeah, it really is a stretch. It, it, it's almost, we think it's impossible to live above sin, but you know all things are possible with God, don't we? And he's instructing us to be holy and blameless. The saints are blameless, and on the day when Christ returns for us, the saints will be blameless and holy and will get to heaven and there'll be no more sin. There'll be no more pride. There'll be no more depression. There'll be no more sickness. There'll be no more pain. There'll be no more anxiety. There'll be no more cancers. And there'll be no more heart attacks and heart problems. And there won't be any more doctors. No more appointments to go to. Friends, there's a lot of benefit for the saint. Call yourself a saint. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no pride in that. Paul calls us saints. You are a saint because you are living for Jesus Christ and you bear his name. Grace, gifts, and hope. That's what we are given as the saints. So you want to be a saint today? I give you an option. You are either a saint or a sinner. And Jesus comes to the sinner. He comes and grants mercy and grace. Let us pray this morning. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the grace that you have given us. Thank you for the name you call us in the Word of God. We are the saints of God. Father, let us not be boastful, but let us boast in Christ for what he has done in our life. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the gifts of blessing that you bestowed upon us. Thank you for the hope of eternal life. Thank you for salvation. Lord, if there be someone here this morning that does not know you as our personal Savior, they cannot truly say they're a saint because they're still walking away from you. Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit, will you minister your peace to them and your condition. And may they come to know you in Jesus' name. Amen. I thought it was only fitting this morning that we stand to sing this last closing song. What a day that will be. Because, you know, for most of us, for most of us, we have loved ones that have passed from our midst and have witnesses of their faith.